0: Welcome to the review crew
1: with Fran and Emma. What's up, reviewers? It's your co-host, Fran, toddler, mom, millennial, baker, or possibly pastry chef. And this is the (gasps) review crew. Oh, my gosh. Update to the
0: intro. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. This is Emma. Hello. The other co-host, aspiring minimalist, New Yorker, friend of Fran, going through an infertility journey on a break Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. loving
1: it and that's me hell yeah yeah um I received some constructive feedback from a friend of mine recently okay um I should not be saying baker because my job title at the moment is pastry chef I get called a pastry chef at work and I should Mm. say that instead is that, like, um, higher status? Well, I think it, bas- it comes off that way. It comes off that way. I feel like it's kind of a – because it's, like, I, when I was managing in my old job, I was the head baker. But that was definitely, like, a bakery. And I feel like you usually use the word pastry chef for restaurants, mm. um, which I do work in. But I'm also, like, filling a case. Like, you – I don't know. Whatever. I feel like it's all kind of, like, nebulous. I don't know. What what's, what. What are your immediate thoughts on either pastry yeah. chef or baker? Baker, I'm thinking
0: um, Beauty and the Beast. I'm thinking yes. she's walking through the village. Yes. Pastry chef, I'm thinking, yes, chef. I'm thinking
1: rastrians mm-hmm. in the menu. Yes. Yes. So this is because this is my problem is that basically I frequently, I'm usually trying to channel baker energy, but sometimes mm-hmm. I do have pastry chef energy. And so I wasn't really sure. I was like, maybe I should say master baker instead of oh. like, oh. Not- you know, to, like, really, like, to both uh, lift myself up, but also stick with Baker. But are you a master debaker? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's the question in that every, everybody's mind. It doesn't even need a duh. No, it didn't. It I, but I liked that you it's, I thought that was an interesting choice, and I was just rolling with it.
0: <laughs> I made it worse. God
1: damn
0: it. Also, I want to state for the record. It's a Monday after work. And that's Mm -hmm. the energy I'm bringing to this episode.
1: Yes. You know what it's also? It's also the first day of spring. And
0: you know what I would like to have done today is go outside for one second of my fucking day.
1: Mm -hmm. But But anyway, welcome uh, spring. Do you have have windows in your workplace? Like, are there very many windows? Um, Not really. (laughs) I have a tiny, tiny,
0: sad window. Yeah, fuck that. That's foggy. Anyway. Anyway, it is what it is.
1: No, that's how I feel on my work days when the day is beautiful. Is that all it means is that it's busier and I don't enjoy it because I'm at work where I'm in the back of the kitchen where I can't fucking see anything except for fluorescent lighting, and then I'm home and tired and wanting to nap and not enjoy the beautiful day. So I'm sorry, it's my day off, everyone. So I'm having chill first day of spring energy to to balance to balance the the rage filled uh, <laughs> case of the Mondays energy. <laughs>
0: Yes, except, you know what? I'm shaking it off because guess what I did when I came home? What did you do? Okay, I came home from work. I immediately, there was a little box of financier, raspberry financier that I got yesterday on my lovely Mm. Sunday. And I just kind of shoved them into my mouth as fast as possible. And then I sat down and I scrolled through TikToks and I just kind of like turned my mind off. Mm -hmm. And then actually maybe feel in a better mood than any of the stuff that i'm doing currently mm-hmm. is practicing my choreography to genie in a bottle yeah so that's what i went ahead and did a few times
1: and i felt literally immediately revived dude it is it is the power of dance okay okay um i have a i have a related thing that can lead into my first review, if that's all right
0: okay um,
1: perfect. which is a steven and i went to a concert last night i posted about it on our instagram uh, oh yeah, cute. And it was so it was at the SF Jazz Center. It was seeing Amadou and Mariam, who are like fucking cool as hell, old as hell, like blind old couple from Mali <laughs> that's been making music hella long. Like the man Amadou, he's like almost seventy. So we're just like, if we don't see them when they're there, we'll never see them. Um, so we're like, this is gonna be tight. We go, um, and it's seated. I don't, I don't know if anyone's been to the Jazz Center. I'd never been before, but it's like all seated. But of course, like. Basically, like at some point, you know, they're encouraging people to stand and dance. There's some people doing it. I wasn't doing it at first. And then I'm like, yeah, as soon as they say stand up and dance, I'm going to stand up and dance. It's super danceable music. And Mm. I had this thought in my head. I was like, because I was feeling a little bit self-conscious. Not everybody was dancing it, And I'm always when I start dancing, basically a little self-conscious. And I was just thinking of you slash also martha graham's words your words yes and martha graham's words i'm just being <laughs> like dance is freedom like i'm doing this to be free right now not to think about what anyone else is thinking not for anything else i'm just feeling the mu- music and i'm fucking moving my body and that is uh and it was fucking the best it was 10 out of 10
0: that is so great and i love that i love that it's like the michael scott quote mm-hmm. Do you know what i'm talking about where he's like Okay, never mind. Scratch that. But I love that I'm in <laughs> with that quote with Martha Graham. Oh yeah,
1: no, I definitely thought of you first. It's definitely like this is Emma's quote that is accidentally also something Martha Graham separately thought of long ago. Because, but exactly. Came out, we came out are of
0: here. one mind of one.
1: Exactly. Mind. Exactly. Your our current world's Martha Graham, at least
0: for me. At least in my world. Um, the Martha also, Graham of our generation. Sorry. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Okay, I also want to say this concert being at The SF Jazz Center and not, like, at a normal place we've been to a concert. There was no opener. It started exactly on time. And it was a tight one hour. And then we all clapped. And they came out for a 15-minute encore. And that was it. Fucking in, fucking out. So easy. I mean, because it's seated and where our seating was, it was really easy to get to our seats. It was did not have to climb over people. And I'm just, like, having, like... I... It drives me fucking nuts that concerts never start on time. And I know this is, like, such a stupid, like, thing. But, like, I'm just, like, you're not that cool. Like, what are you, the musician, (laughs) getting out of starting an hour fucking late? And it's also, I don't think it's the musician's fault. It's, like, the place needs to advertise the actual
0: time that the show will actually start. Because, like, the place knows the time. The band knows the time. And Mm -hmm. they just need to share that.
1: With yes. People. Like, thank you. I would be so... Fu- and, like, I don't mind getting there early to get, like, a good spot, but I want to know I'm getting there early and not be getting there late and then still be waiting because I thought I was going to be late enough that I wouldn't have to wait around a long time. It's like, I'm paying a babysitter by the hour, so I would like to know when it's going to fucking start. Is that so much to ask? Okay. I
0: wanted to ask and I also, before I, before I answer, I wanted to also share that this has been my journey getting older. I've been basically arriving at concerts later and later mm-hmm. it's worked out except for one time i went to a central park concert of blood orange and mm-hmm. there was lightning and for some reason that meant that they started earlier than expected so they literally start like they were halfway through the show when i showed up to the concert oh, and i thought sucks. i was getting it at
1: the beginning it sucked Damn, anyway that, that sucks that fucking sucks um Babysitting went great. Babysitting went great. Went with our uh, same babysitter that we had last time when I went and got wasted at my boss's house. Um, and Sylvia still uh, loves her and went to bed like pretty much on time. And the babysitter said she cried one time when she told her she needed to put on pajamas because, you know, she's Cute. a toddler. Sylvia's a toddler, so she's going to do her weird thing. But uh, it was chill. It was great. Allison's great. That's um, awesome. Yeah, but yeah, so definitely 10 out of 10 to the concert being on time. I would say 8 out of 10 to not having an opener. Because in this case, it was nice to just like go see what we want to see and then bounce. Um, but I have sometimes been introduced to like very cool music through openers that I've never heard of and had previously no interest in. I mean, that's basically happened one time, but it was yeah, a band I, that I love it. now. You right, have so to be very open-minded. Sorry, i, keep I mean you. sometimes people put on a good show i'm mostly never I've, I've definitely like seen some bands open and then i'm like this is fine because live music is really fun but i'm definitely not looking at this up and then with once with a band i was like this is really cool i'm gonna look them up and then actually all their like uh studio stuff was boring as fuck never listened again um, but there was one time, which is when I was introduced to the band Pale Hound because they opened oh, for yeah. JSON. I think it was JSON. and Palehound fucking kicks ass, ten out of ten, love them. They put on a great fucking show. They had great energy, and then all of their albums are also great. Um, so basically because of that reason, I want to like give more ups to the opening band uh, because was, that was yeah. very momentous
0: was gonna say I haven't really ever loved an opening band but I was introduced mm-hmm. to Lizzo when she opened Damn. for a heim so that was very exciting.
1: Wow wow an early adopter as usual classic classic Emma um wha- I'm like was there any other part of going to the um, concert that I want to reveal? Yes what are you we saying? I wanted to ask about your St. Patrick's Day. I want to hear Uh-oh. everything. Okay. Um it was really good. It was really good. So on actual St. Patrick's Day, I didn't do anything. I had to make soda bread and things at work, which was great. Um, Came home and we ate leftovers because we had had Thai food the night before. Because the day after St. Patrick's Day on a Saturday, I was having friends over to have a little party. And I wanted to cook an Irish feast was my plan. Um, So I had prepped a bunch of food on Friday, which thank God, because I literally like I came home from work on Saturday. I try. I showered. I tried to take a nap with Sylvia and just lay wide awake for 40 minutes next to her. Um, I got up. It's like 3 p.m., which is when I told people they could arrive. My goal was to eat at 5 p.m. and I was making corned beef. I was making stew. I was making Irish soda bread. I was making cabbage. I was making coal cannon. Um, Mm. So I had actually cooked the corned beef the night before. So that just needed to be reheated. That was fucking good to go. Then I had everything cut up for my stew where the amount of beef stew that I was making it's like it's not actually called I forget they have like a word for it I forget Um, but it's basically like some beef stew meat onions leeks garlic uh, Mm. shallots Mm. rutabaga parsnip carrots. Uh, pearl barley, oats, bay leaves, and they call for elderberries, which I can't fucking find anywhere. So I put in blueberries because I googled it and they somewhat similar taste. Just like a handful of blueberries.
0: Blueberries?
1: And then you cook it for three hours. You don't brown shit. You don't try and do anything fancy. Fill it your pot with fucking water. And the amount that this makes is literally like I have like a little like, I don't know. What is it? Probably like a two gallon size. Maybe. It could be twice. I don't, I don't know whatever maybe it's like it's like maybe a five to six quart pot it's literally filled to the very tippy top if I make this full batch recipe that um so it sounds crazy girl it's fucking delicious dude and I mean because you, you that just that good. you put everything in in the beginning and so then it's like your blueberries just kind of dissolve it's not like you're getting big bites of fruit and you're putting in a handful and literally I'm telling you a completely filled to the brim pot that you cannot put anything yeah. else in um it's just like a very like it's very medieval I feel very medieval when yeah it. it sounds like like slop honestly. yes Not yes exactly root. exactly the <laughs> word they use in the cookbook I have is a pottage which I love nice. um so I was making a pottage um and that came out great and then so I like threw all that into the pot got it cooking I actually got that cooking before I took my nap took my nap got up People started coming. I'm making soda bread. I'm cutting up cabbage. I'm getting my potatoes boiling. And I get everything. My goal was to have it already at 5. It was already at 5.05. So I was a little bit late. But, I, like, everything was hot and ready by then. And this was, like, my main goal. I was just cooking fucking for two hours then. But I fucking nailed it and got it. And I even made a small savory porridge for the two vegetarians that came. Because there was only the Aww. coal cannon and the cabbage for them otherwise. Um, and just, like, got to see friends that I love. It was super nice. And they, like, play with Sylvia. One of my friends uh, brought us some Legos that he was getting rid of for Sylvia, which are fucking great. We love Legos. Legos are a 10 out of 10, obviously. Um, especially because they're, like, plain, like, blocks. They're not, like, a set to build a thing, which I mm-hmm. feel like is just nice, especially for her age. Um, it was a great time. We played Irish music the whole time. Um, nice. I tr- Oh, my God. I tried to wear my wool sweater. Um, uh, as we- so, no. first, I tried to put it on over a regular shirt. Mistake, obviously. We discussed this. You have to wear a full yeah. long sleeve under it. So, I'm like, okay, it's already itchy. I'm going to go in and I'm going to put on a long sleeve shirt. I put on a long sleeve shirt. I put my wool sweater back on. I'm wearing – I'm like, okay, this is great. This is comfortable. Five minutes later, I'm sneezing. And so, I immediately have to take it off and I put on, like, a sweater from the Gap. Um, yeah, dude. I need to, like, honestly – declutter water, it's you de-clutter. can't you need to but put it in a, you need to put it in a frame and hang it so it's wall decor yeah that would be so sick i can serve mm. another purpose mm. that's nice um but yeah so i would say it was honestly 10 out of 10 friends 10 out of 10 food 10 out of 10 honestly the vegetarian porridge i made i mean my friend said that it was good but i'm like that was kind of weird to thing i made up last minute so maybe a nine out of ten on the food um that's great though. It was great though, and I drank so much Guinness and then was farting all night long. Lovely. Yeah, you know, you know how it is. <laughs> <laughs> did you do anything for your Saint Patty's Day? I mean, I wore green. Hey, That's yeah. what I did.
0: I made a pizza. I made a homemade pizza, and let me tell you, it was doughy. Oh, I don't. Something. It's really about hard. making pizza. It's so hard. I don't have the magic touch. I obviously don't have a pizza oven. I don't have a pizza stone. I don't have any of the equipment that you need. Okay, do you have a cast iron (sighs) pan? No, and I refuse to get one because in this
1: household, we don't wash anything by hand. Okay, do you have a stainless steel pan that has a stainless steel handle so it can go in the oven? Yeah. Okay, you might be able to do it with stainless steel then. I've only done it with cast iron. This is the only way I've ever made a successful pizza in a home Mm -hmm. oven, which is that you put your dough, you heat up your, I use cast iron, so you would heat up your stainless steel pan fucking scorching ass hot. You take your rolled out dough and you put it in your hot on the stovetop pan. While it's cooking for like a couple minutes on your stovetop, you put all your toppings on like in the pan. You don't top it first then put it in the pan. You put dough straight up your dough in the pan. Then you top it while it's cooking. Then you move the whole pan to a hot ass oven for like a few minutes until it cooks the top. And then – that's that actually nice. seems to work pretty well. But it is a big correction <laughs> where your oven is blazing ass hot and your stovetop is blazing ass hot. Yeah.
0: The thing is, it's like, okay, from Blue Apron I've actually made great pizzas a few times, but whenever I try to make it on my own it's never as good. Hmm. But anyway. Do they, journey. Give you,
1: do they provide you dough? Is this Are you using the yeah. same dough both times? No, I was using the Whole Foods dough. Hmm. And it was not as good. I Absolutely. wonder if it's something with the Whole Foods formula. I mean, it's not as good. Yeah. Or, or just like different oven temper. Whatever. That's boring. But that was
0: my <laughs> Friday night. How would you
1: rate your doughy pizza?
0: It was a 6.5. The toppings mm. were good. The sauce was Rayo's. It was good.
1: but Solid. Yeah. Solid.
0: Um, okay. That was my St. Patrick's Day. And then Saturday – Uh, we were actually social for once in our lives we went we went to get burgers and then Adrienne and i went to see my friend amanda shout Mm -hmm.
1: out hell yeah
0: um singing in a bar with a cool like band and that was really cool got to see like some
1: live music yeah that's great we both had our live music events this weekend exactly how is how were the burgers what's their rating so good Okay, oh, can yeah. I just tell
0: you, this is like a regular place. It's called Moo Burger, okay? It's
1: Muburger? literally
0: no- nothing special at all. Mm-hmm. It's not like highly rated. It's literally just you can get burgers.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I got just a regular burger, fries, and a milkshake. And I'm like, this is the ideal meal. It's wow. so good. It's so good. I... That's literally a 10 out of 10 for every aspect of the meal.
1: That is incredible what kind of shake did you get oreo Ooh, yum! that sounds okay. so good i fucking love a really good burger there it is like pretty unbeatable so good and that whole combo of like burger fries and shake it's just i mean it's iconic for a reason you know
0: it is it's a classic for a reason that's so true
1: Mhm, mm-hmm. and how was how was viewing live music wait, wait did you eat burgers at the place you saw music or no we went something? to a separate establishment
0: Mm, mm. because the show was not until nine very nice very nice but
1: yeah it was great it was a great
0: experience overall the live music i rate 10 out of 10 um yeah. loving it
1: wonderful wonderful um well okay speaking of things being you were talking about like you know this place isn't even highly rated et etc cetera, etc cetera. Mm-hmm. um i have a movie recommendation for you so wait mm-hmm. what is your cutoff limit for rotten Tomatoes scores that you don't want to watch it
0: I don't go under
1: ninety, and I'm telling you, if it's ninety, it's probably borderline. Oh, okay. So maybe this doesn't meet the cutoff, because you know what movie I checked its Rotten Tomatoes score on a day after it came out?
0: What
1: was the Dungeons and Dragons movie's Honor Among Thieves? And one day after it come out, it was at a hundred percent. Now nice. Lookout, it was at ninety percent, and I'm like, can we oh. get? Can I talk Emma into watching this? And then we can review it together. That
0: seems really good for a Dungeons and Dragons movie.
1: Right? It seems like it. Like, when I saw the trailer to the movie, I was like, this looks dumb, and I super want to see it anyway. I would definitely Um, But it looks bad. It's also, it's got Chris Pine in it, and basically from the headlines, (laughs) from the headlines of reviews that I have seen, because that is the extent I have read reviews, aside from just Googling the Rotten Tomatoes reading, um was basically that he is charismatic enough that it essentially carries the movie. Nice. Um, and I'm like I'm here for that. He is kind of charming. I would watch him do that. Um, and I'm is like it streaming? Sorry. No, it's not streaming yet. So we'll have to wait. We're de- like this isn't we're not seeing this in theaters. Okay. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think anyone can commit to that. But whenever it's out for streaming, I think that we need to both watch it and review it on the podcast. Yeah, I definitely 100%. Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm it's like they mention gelatinous cubes in the trailer and basically Mm -hmm. at that point i was sold i was like 10 out of 10 gelatinous cube yeah we did see the trailer for this at one point a while ago and it looked good
0: i Mm -hmm. mean it didn't look good but
1: yeah right it it looked like entertaining enough yeah it looks funny. wow i am okay i'm very excited about this for our future reviewers just hold on to your butts oh let us know when it's streaming huh
0: Wait, sorry, I forgot. We actually watched a really good movie this weekend that I would like to review. Oh, yeah. We watched Memories of Murder. Tell me about this. I don't know anything about it. This is by the director of Parasite. Oh, okay. okay. It's an older one. It's from 2007, I believe.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, Hella good. I recommend. I think it's on the longer side. It's like a good solid two hours or something. But, um... Yeah, not as good as Parasite, but it's a really, really good one. If you are interested in murder mysteries, but there's also a lot of comedy somehow, which Mm. was great. um, I definitely, definitely liked it. We both did.
1: We liked it. All right. So it is like a more, I mean, I don't know if it's a classic murder mystery, but it's a murder mystery. It is. Yes, it is people investigating a
0: crime A series of murders, and they're kind of fumbling and not doing so good
1: at solving. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um. I have to dock a point because any movie that's, like, portraying sexual assault in any way other than, Mm. like, just saying it and not showing anything, I'm like, I don't – you know what I'm saying? It's It's usually not good. Yeah. It's – just don't show anything. Don't show anything. Is my yeah. belief.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to remember if I've, I'm like trying to like remember different scenes of anything like that I've seen in movies. If I can think of a movie where it's well done, nothing is coming to mind. But I'm definitely largely with you on that of just like, usually it is being filmed by a man who is just yeah. like, uh, doesn't really know how to do that without just like sexualizing it. I yeah, guess, exactly, exactly. In a way that's pretty upsetting um so yeah that makes sense to me what wait what was your rating again
0: oh i didn't say i feel like it's a solid eight for me yeah all right that's yeah that's
1: pretty good that's pretty good i would watch it i would watch it yeah really? who knows but how violent was it um not that like you actually don't see murders mm. okay okay yeah. yeah all right so not super gory no, because like fun. I mean Parasite had some pretty fucked up gory moments. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Was it so less than that? Yeah, I would say definitely less. Okay. Okay. I mean Parasite was really good. I don't want to say that I didn't like it, but there were some scenes where I'm like, this is a lot. I loved Parasite. Yeah, it was it was
0: intense. I would say less though. Less what less. what would you rate Parasite?
1: It's been a while since I saw it, but I feel like that's a solid like nine out of ten. Mm-hmm. I loved Parasite. I feel like I maybe thought of it more as like an 8. Like I thought it was good, but I didn't always understand what was like like it, I felt like like I'm giving it an 8 be out of my own like I feel like I'm missing context for some of what's going on because it's like kind of confusing to me or I don't really understand what's trying to be said. Yeah.
0: Here. That's true. There were definitely some confusing bits. Yeah, but overall, that was a that was a great
1: a great movie. Yeah, agreed. <sighs> Um, I haven't watched anything at all I don't think in this last week Damn I want to have like
0: funny stories but it's like well,
1: what's funny that's going on in my life I don't know you know I can't uh, you can't, <laughs> I can't help me there can't help you with that one um, mm. okay I have something completely unrelated okay um, I want to know would you all right, if you're trying to cope with a cute word for your stomach or, like, using, like, a common cute word for your stomach, what do you say? Okay, I wouldn't say this, but there is the word tummy. Mm-hmm. So, you would not say tummy, but tummy would be your choice. if you Like, if you were talking to a kid and they were showing you their stomach, you wouldn't be like, that's your stomach. You would say, that's your tummy. If it was a little kid, like yeah. three. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, because that is also my go-to word. And something that I find interesting is that Stephen says belly. And for him, that's, like, the normal belly. go-to thing. And so Sylvia says belly because he says it to her. Cute. And I think that that is, I mean, it is really cute. But I'm also, like, to me, belly is very, like, not, it's not as cute as tummy to me. I don't know. It's weird. It's like me. an old man with, like, a pot belly. Yes, exactly. Like, the phrase pot belly, pot bellied pig. Um, yeah. I think of it as more of having to yeah that's it definitely conjures more of that to me whereas tummy is very like cute little kid tummy Um, and definitely like what we said when I was growing up like you have a tummy ache yeah like I don't know it's just it's interesting for me tummy is like 10 out of 10 for using with Sylvia and belly is like 8 out of 10 but for Steven it's the opposite he's like who says tummy that's so weird.
0: That's very interesting. I'm intrigued.
1: Yeah, this came up recently. Reviewers, let us know, did you grow up with belly or tummy? I must know. I love I love to try and um, make claims about how it's just Steven's weird thing, but um, it's often not. It's like a 50-50 thing most of the time. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to give a little update on recipe yeah. testing, which I rated a 6 out of 10 last week. Okay. Um, and I just wanted to give the update that I did another test of the focaccia which was a 10 out of 10 was very exciting um got some helpful feedback from my co-worker for some ideas of how to change it so I was basically planning on not testing it again and just working with the recipe I'd done before and in the second round of recipe testing after my coworker encouraged me to try increasing the hydration on it shout out full each 10 out of 10 um I noticed that I had only put in a 10th Of the amount of yeast that I was supposed to put in. Because I did my math wrong. Um, So that was really embarrassing. Zero out of ten was furious. I'm honestly surprised my focaccia came out as good as it did. After putting in a tenth of the yeast. So then I put in the proper amount of yeast. And bumped up my hydration. And it came out hella good. Um, So that became a ten out of ten experience. So again recipe testing pretty much is always a zero or ten. Um it has turned into a ten. Uh if you were all wondering.
0: Okay, I love that. And I have another update or two. Mm-hmm. First mm-hmm. update, shout out to both of our husbands because both husbands have now reviewed the pod
1: yes a moment in marriage that. it is not a moment in divorce he did do the review. <laughs> i
0: loved also that the reviewers agreed with me that pedro Pascal calling you baby girl would be much
1: superior to calling you buddy <laughs> did did anyone else vote for buddy or only, only you only you you know what you guys you need to think about it you need to really let it sink in of what if he called you buddy you'll like it no yes Mm, okay and then i also did a poll on our insta Mm -hmm. (laughs) and people a lot of people
0: under. oh my god sorry someone's like knocking my front door um a lot of people knew that i was the one listening to moana Mm -hmm. and not just moana but only one song from moana which is where you are where you are that's not how it goes that's totally a different (laughs) key different (laughs) octave Um, (laughs) but um it was really funny to me because the only people who did not know it was me listening to the Moana soundtrack was my husband who voted Fran mm-hmm. and Trin our very good friend
1: <laughs> and I think your mom also thought it was you so it's like the people closest to us
0: did they didn't know,
1: know. But very, it's <laughs> very funny because it's like I wonder if they were just like oh because it's a kid song That's that exactly. it must be Fran that but I'm just exactly. like Sylvia's definitely not watch, has not watched Moana I actually do like Moana but like you guys gotta know I'm not ever listening to musicals never <laughs> ever am i doing that so like and like maybe i'm sure when sylvie gets older she's gonna demand it and i'm gonna be just another mom having to listen to let it go for the hundredth time or whatever but like she's too little to force me to do that and so we're never ever doing it even though moana is a great movie and the songs are great i was listening to fully a disney
0: playlist in preparation for my life's greatest trip to orlando i'm so fucking excited yes when do you leave a week from thursday we were taking a 7 a.m flight i was like we need to make the most of every single day so we're taking a 7 a.m flight (laughs) and
1: then our
0: return flight is like in the evening on monday
1: damn oh it's gonna be great you're gonna have so much fun I'm really excited for you you're gonna be um, so tired when you get there when are you gonna have to wake up in the morning like three in the morning <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> and dude I'm like so stoked too because I really wanted to go to this like lounge that my like credit card can like get us into this lounge at JFK at mm-hmm. the airport mm-hmm. but I'm like are we gonna be enjoying a lounge at literally 5 a.m.
1: I think, okay, you are – because we're embracing the break, right? We're embracing the break. Definitely. You're trying to make the most of your vacation. I think this is one of those times where you're like, time to have a cocktail at 3 a.m. It's a 4 a.m. cocktail kind of day before you take a flight. Having a cocktail while you're waiting for a flight, nothing better.
0: That sounds incredible. I'm definitely down for that. I'm very excited to have a pina colada by the pool. That's my vacation dream.
1: Yes. Yes. That sounds – fucking so good i want that and i want mickey mouse shaped
0: shit i want mickey mouse shaped waffle i want mickey mouse shaped yes. rice crispy treat i yes. literally want every swag piece of swag every piece yes. of trash get every mouse. trash
1: get your i want i want to be seeing first of all you need to be reviewing every aspect of this trip as you go on our Instagram because I want to be able to be seeing all of the things. And you better be taking selfies wearing Mickey Mouse or Minnie Mouse ears. Dude, exactly. Exactly. And Minnie Mouse would be even better. Yeah, yeah. And then Adrian could have Mickey Mouse ears.
0: Oh, it would be so cute.
1: Yeah, that would be pretty (laughs) cute. You guys should both get rat tails too. (laughs) The haircut. The
0: haircut. Oh, I'm so excited. (laughs)
1: Mm-hmm. Um, that's gonna be super fun. I'm glad that you have that to look forward to. Um Yeah. I'm I'm like, am I looking forward to anything? No. I'm looking my forward to plan, gardening in spring. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, that's very good.
0: That's good. Gardening <laughs> is good. I was gonna say my other plan for spring break um is to go to a dance or yoga class. Mm-hmm. Like pretty much every day. At this point I'm like, dance and yoga, they are cheaper than therapy.
1: Mm-hmm. And I'm
0: I'm loving having this as an option for my mental health. Yeah, dude. And so I'm kind of just like take my money and it's so worth it. And so I'm just like, mm-hmm. let me, let me just invest in yoga and dance only. I mean, I
1: think that that's great. I mean, those endorphins, that's, that's powerful. I think doing that's awesome. Exactly. Um, and I'm excited for you to do a million hours of dance and yoga all the time. Have you ta- do you have any specific dance class stories recently? Has there been any impactful dance moments? If we're we maybe we should should we dive into, uh, eat dance law? Yeah,
0: <clears throat> shall we? I
1: I don't remember it, so I'm gonna have to do another one. Okay, a different one. Um. Alright. Boo ba Boo ba do 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 do
0: That was good. <laughs> eat dance lol is going very well except there's one problem mm. so the good things has been pff, i can't talk it's been julius and going to the dance class has been amazing love it mm-hmm, love it mm-hmm. going to the genie to baba
1: bottle choreography the genie the de baba <laughs> <It's
0: been great. laughs> except i wasn't very good at it but it didn't upset me
1: it doesn't it's matter not. dance is freedom it's not exactly. about it's not about hitting every move
0: Exactly. And then it's given me something to practice every every day. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been great. The only thing is that there's like this sad cloud hanging over the future because even now we have to be like setting up our next cycle of IVF because it's like they want to call you a month ahead of time and blah blah Mm. blah and like we had to like set all this shit up and the thought of doing IVF round two was Mm -hmm. literally so upsetting to me Uh. (laughs) which is like I feel like that might be confusing to people because it's like obviously I want to be pregnant I want to have a child so badly Mm -hmm. that's why we've been doing all of this horrible stuff for literally almost two years Mm -hmm. but I'm so super sad to go through another transfer for some reason i mean i hope it works out and if it works out it'll all be worth
1: it but yeah it's right. not great no i mean it's just like i mean you've like even it, like the outcome could be great or the outcome could be horrible and yeah. knowing that is just like really fucking stressful like i would definitely not look forward to that either i mean it's almost like i mean like do people look bad forward to like having a baby burst out of their body not really and like you do it yeah. because you get a baby at the end and like this transfer is like the first step of that like of course you wouldn't look forward to that because it was miserable mm-hmm. um but then less guaranteed of having any good result at the end yeah that fucking, but yeah
0: as i've been you know this i feel like kind of a week ago we had to set up this like phone call thing mm-hmm. so now i'm in more of an acceptance stage yeah. because compared to other parts of IVF the transfer itself is like
1: mm-hmm. a couple
0: weeks it's like literally a couple weeks out of my life
1: mm-hmm. with the
0: shots and everything yeah and you know pretty soon after the transfer whether it worked or not mm-hmm. and that's what I can hold on to yeah. too it's like it's not going to be a huge investment of months and months and months it's going to be a couple weeks and if right. it doesn't work I'm going to go back to dancing every day yeah
1: And it's just another, like, it's another step in your journey. Like, it's another, like, wherever you land after you take that step, like, that part's unknown. But, like, this Mm -hmm. is another part of your journey that you have to go through to eventually get to your goal. And, like, that's important and great, even if it, like, is fucking horrible and sucks in the meantime. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I don't know. And also, I mean, yeah, hopefully... I'm like, how do we, it's just how much, how much is your dancing limited during your two week period of transfer time? It's really just like the week after
0: transfer, they're not like less than a week, but whatever. The week Mm -hmm. after the transfer, they're like, you can't do any exercise. Um. So I'll, I'll miss one dance class. Like, it'll be fine.
1: <laughs> all right. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, that's it's not it's not the worst thing. It's not the worst thing, yeah. even if it's not great. And I know there's obviously other parts that are stressful and difficult about oh. transferring that aren't just missing your dance classes. Wait, I did also want
0: to share it with mm-hmm. everyone who cares that also, unfortunately, my transfer is going to fucking coincide with a wedding that we're really excited to go to, mm-hmm. which it's going to be like right before this wedding. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... I'm not going to be able to fucking dance at this wedding. I can't like I can't stress to you enough. My doctor was literally like advising bed rest for like 2 days after the transfer. She was very serious about not doing any activity. Uh so I'm like I'm not going to be comfortably dancing.
1: That is a huge bummer. It's That's fine. a huge bummer.
0: I will do a little light stepping. Yes. And a little
1: clapping maybe. A little light undulation. Yeah, some head some head dancing, some finger dancing and it'll be great. Mm -hmm. maybe just like bring out a chair onto the dance floor and you can sort of sit in it and just have adrian give you a lap dance (laughs) that's exactly what i was feeling like that was going towards i love that um yeah that is um probably the best case scenario (laughs) i love it i Mm -hmm. love it Mm -hmm. but wait i want to hear about motherhood too okay well what time is it it's time for the motherhood minute okay um sylvia is honestly thank god we're not sick anymore um although allergy season has kicked in so steven and i are just being like not as miserable as when we're sick but just a little bit miserable um but sylvia has been just it's like i feel like i really underestimate how much the sickness affects her I was just like, wow, she's so fucking annoying, and now I'm just, oh no, she's like a charming little chub. She just like, mm. I mean, she still throws a lot of tantrums, um, because she's a toddler, but it's just been like a lot easier in the past like five days. That's so good. Um, but what I wanted to rate, I want to just give that little like, she is great, everyone. Um, but I wanted to rate the way that she is different with different. People and specifically in regards to her like how easy she is um so something that has become very evident over time is that steven or that steven has a much easier time since i stopped breastfeeding putting her to sleep than me like she will rage at me for like an hour an extremely long time um before bed and I kind of figured out a better system with her I felt like we're like okay I'm gonna lie down in bed with you and then you're raging at me less it still takes you like 40 minutes to fall asleep instead of with Steven it takes like fucking 15 minutes mm. but you're not like upset at me the whole time Um, mm. and then that like stopped working because of daylight savings fuck you daylight savings <laughs> zero out of ten I spent like an hour and a half trying to get Sylvia to sleep after daylight savings um, at her bedtime and Steven finally had to come in and spend another 20 minutes like rocking her to sleep because she just would not fucking sleep because everything is bullshit. Mm. Um, it was, it's been so fucking annoying since Daylight Savings. It's like kind of better now. I think we're on track for normal bedtimes again, but it's just been like so fucking annoying. Um, but in general, yeah, the fact that Syl- Sylvia, so she's been a lot more difficult to put to bed for me than she is with Steven for nap time, for bedtime, for any time. Doesn't matter what preparation we do. doesn't matter anything. She just like is held by Steven and he rocks her and sings to her and she'll fall asleep within like 20 minutes. I do the exact same thing and she slaps me in the face <laughs> and yells in my face. And then also, just in general, does definitely take out her sort of rage of the day, like whatever toddler rage she has on me and likes to, uh, and it's not that she doesn't hit Steven or pull his hair or um, scream at him, but like definitely does it a lot more with me. Um, Hmm. I think overall, this is still a five out of 10 because uh, it's kind of neutral, and then she also, it's, like, comes to me for comfort more frequently and, like, definitely, like, uh, puts me first for certain things, like, wants certain things for me. Mm. Um, and it just is, like, different relationships, whatever. But, like, the hard stuff is really hard. Uh, and I don't uh, want to be the person to absorb all the toddler rage all the time, you know? Yeah, nobody wants that. No. It's not, it's not easy. It's not fun. Um, Which has actually caused Steve and I, we've kind of renegotiated the sleep schedule because before we were splitting it exactly Mm -hmm. 50-50. And now we don't. Steven's doing an extra night a week, so I'm just putting her to bed three nights a week, and he's doing four nights, and he's going to always come in at 30 minutes when I'm putting her to bed and finish putting her to bed if she's not asleep yet. Um, And part of me feels extremely guilty about it and bad and like I should just be able to put her to sleep, and this is not like... Like, we just need to figure out a better routine, and I'm just, like, basically wussing out on this. And the other part of me is, Mm -hmm. like, um, this is great and will make me have to spend, like, less infinite time putting her to bed all the time, and that's going to be better for everybody. Yeah, for real. For sure. I don't know. It's so hard to navigate, like, the sharing of responsibilities with a baby because there is, like, there is no way for it to be even like there is no there is no obvious 50 50 split like even if you have two parents that like like I feel like even if you're in a case where like you've adopted or something where it's like it's not like because I feel like there's sometimes certain things on like the birthing parent of like or if like you're breastfeeding that's obviously a specific burden but even if like neither parent's breastfeeding neither parent birthed I feel like it's just like your baby's gonna have a different relationship and have different needs for each one and take out different things on each person and like, if one person is working more, one person's working less, so they're spending more time at home. It's just like nothing is obvious in like the way that you should be dividing up responsibilities, and it's super frustrating to me.
0: Damn, it sounds hard.
1: It is. It is. As it turns out, <laughs> it turns out, it is. Um, but it's fine, and we're working it out. And I try not to um, because basically the thing is like Stephen will go and put Sylvia to bed after she's been like a monster to me all day. Or like after I've tried to put her to bed for 45 minutes, she's been screaming at me. So Stephen's like comes in. He's like, get out of here. Go have a cup of tea. I'll finish putting her to bed. So when Stephen comes out of the room and it's been like 10 minutes and I like didn't hear her cry once. I just want to yell at Steven. Like, I just absolutely want to rage at him. I'm just like, fuck you for having such an easy time. But obviously, it's not his fault. Um, and I'm just mad in general and also stressed from having been screamed at for 45 minutes. Right. Um and I, But I just want to take it out on Steven, which is, like, not um, not a good idea, I guess. Mm. <laughs> so I've been told
0: hmm I feel like
1: you're working on it, yeah, and that's good. i have no obviously I have no good company. I usually just flip Steven off and then thank him for taking Sylvia and then like have a beer or drink some tea or eat a spoonful of Nutella until I like feel like feel good again. That's good. It's really important of like to just have treats on hand. It actually is really important, mm-hmm. like really, truly like. You talking about having to come home from work and then just like shove a bunch of financiers into your mouth. That's literally what I need to do coming home from work every day that I work. Or what I have to do after putting Sylvia down for her nap is like as soon as she's asleep, I'm looking in my fridge for something delicious to eat because I'm like, I need something.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And this is why I don't I cannot relate to people who are doing a full keto diet or any kind of diet. I'm just like. I
1: can't I know I'm like, is it do is it that you like get off on restriction, so like that is um actually giving you pleasure somehow, yeah, um, that's the only way I could possibly understand it, yeah,
0: I don't know, I don't know.
1: Yeah, not the only relatable. time I've been able to,
0: like, really successfully diet is
1: when I've been, like, very depressed, like, very mm. not having a good time in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, like, if you're at a point where you're, like, I might as well not exist, then it's yeah. not that hard to just not eat. Um, But that's not a really – that's not a thing we advocate for. That's a zero no. out of ten, everybody.
0: That's definitely a
1: zero. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just got to have a treat you know we're big we're big treat fans over here we definitely are let me think if I to... have any good treats I know I was just trying to think of that too okay I I want to describe a treat I made for work that I was excited about let's hear it. um I made a chocolate cake I reduced a bunch of stout I wanted to do it with Guinness but then I forgot to buy any so I just used the stout we had on tap um I reduced a bunch of stout by like till it was like a third of its original volume Then turned it into like a simple syrup. Um, And so I soaked my chocolate cake with stout. And then I filled the cake with a mocha flavored pastry cream. So it was just like I had steeped the cream for my pastry cream with coffee beans. And then Mm. uh, also added in a bunch of melted chocolate at the end. Mm. And then I may use the rest of my stout syrup to flavor whipped cream that I topped it with. So it was like soaked cake layer. Mocha filling, soaked cake later, stout whipped cream on top. And it was um a delicious little cake that was then I put green sprinkles on it to make it festive for St. Patrick's Day. And that was a 10 out of 10.
0: That is so awesome and great. That sounds so
1: good. I was very excited about that. Oh, and I have one other treat that I was really excited about at work, which is that I made an olive oil pastry cream to fill a cream puff with Crack-O-Land topping. And then again, my coworker for Leach, shout out. Um, he thought that we should do a rosemary whipped cream on it. So we did like a really lightly flavored, so just like rosemary scented whipped cream on top of it. And that was also a 10 out of 10. That was hella good. That is awesome. Okay.
0: for are my excitements. That sounds really good. I just got reminded somehow of something I want to do (laughs) sorry i don't know how to introduce this. okay it was very exciting that i saw this tiktok of this amazing dance class and it Mm -hmm. looked so fun and it was like this person being like my inner child is being healed whatever look at the caption and i'm like oh this is a dance place that this is a dance class that takes place at nyc like i need to go Mm -hmm. and then i send it to you and you're like oh yeah i know this person Mm-hmm. like what first of all i need to find out how you know this person mm-hmm. and secondly i want to sign up for this lady's dance classes however mm-hmm. she's so punk that she's she releases like i don't know her you can only buy a ticket like a couple days in advance of the class which is Ugh. not really my style no. and i keep just like refreshing her instagram link thing to try to like figure out how i sign up for it because like it's not available yet anyway wait i have a quick review Mm -hmm. thinking about exercise right and how the point is not exercise yes you know what's better than yoga Hmm. restorative yoga Ooh. okay tell me this is so nice okay this is where you show up and you basically do like you take a basically a a guided nap on the floor not really but it's like you do five or six poses but like not even poses but they're like all lying down reclined poses you could say
1: Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where
0: you're just stretching and you're using a bolster
1: and you're meditating yeah. and it's just They're so not nice. like suddenly we're doing boat pose
0: yeah nothing is you're not breathing hard you're literally just relaxing and you're it's breathing so deeply yeah truly and this was the best part about it i went on sunday to humming puppy which i highly recommend anyone in new york city mm-hmm. um i show up and i'm like hey because that you get assigned mats in this place
1: mm-hmm
0: And I'm like, do you have any mat that's, like, against the wall? And she was like, would you like this one that's in the back corner? And I was like, the back corner is literally my favorite place. (laughs) (laughs) It was so perfect. And then I just got to be in my back corner with nobody next to me, like an empty Uh, mat
1: next to me. It was so blissful. (laughs) That is a fantasy. It's like, I feel like I never... I. I feel like I'm a front corner kind of person because I don't like when I can't see the instructor. Like, I want to be able to see what they're doing. Um, I feel that for sure. But then by being in the corner so that I can have one side of me not near anyone, I feel like I can have a little private space. But back corner also sounds very safe and secure.
0: The incredible thing about the studio is that there's three lines of mats, but mm-hmm. each line is at a slight elevation above the line in front of it. So you actually have a perfect
1: view no matter
0: what. And it's great.
1: Wow. I'm yeah. honestly my I like I almost didn't respond at all because my response was just my mouth agape because that sounds so fucking awesome. Um, but then I realized that this was an audio format, so I needed to <laughs> say words. If you come, when
0: okay, let me just rephrase that. When you come to New York City, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I just can't wait to show you all my favorite things. We're going to go. We're going to dance with Julius. We're going to go to Humming Puppy. We're going to get the best food in the world. We're going to yes. get high tea. We're yes. going to just yes. have a great time. Yes.
1: yes. See yes. all the yes. art. Yes. All the art. Mm hmm. That sounds ideal. That sounds ideal. And just a band. Let's let we'll just let Adrian and Steven take care of Sylvia and like do something else.
0: Or we take her with us.
1: That's true. (laughs) Let's take Sylvia to (laughs) Hopage. That will go great. I'm like, honestly, if he would let let us do that, that would be amazing. Because Sylvia would love it. Dude, that was the other thing. Okay, at the concert last night, there was definitely, like, a family there where there was, like, a mom and a dad with, like, a tiny baby in a pack. Like, probably, like, couldn't have been more than, like, four months old. Like, Mm -hmm. just tiny baby in the front pack. And then probably, like, a little three-year-old. And they were just, like, standing up and dancing. babies getting bounced in the pack. I just keep locking eyes with the tiny baby. (laughs) The Tiny baby, I'm sure, cannot see me. I'm, like, 30 feet away. (laughs) <laughs> but I keep locking eyes with that little cute chubby baby and then watching the three-year-old dance. And part of me was just like, why didn't we bring Sylvia? Like, I mean, we didn't know what the venue was going to be like because sometimes yeah. you go to concerts that's just literally ear splitting. And this was like very pleasantly not ear splitting. Um and then just great dance. And we're like, Sylvia would have loved this. Oh um, And so, like, I feel like Steven and I both had a moment of, like, guilt and sadness of, like, oh, we could have brought our baby to, like, this cool thing. And then she could have experienced this cool music. And then also a moment of relief of being, like, I don't have a baby in the pack. I don't have a kid I have to put to sleep afterwards. And then, like, because it was such, like, a tight concert on, like, the timing – um we had like told the babysitter that we would be back by like at the latest eleven thirty, 30 but it was only like 8 30 when it got out or like nine maybe I think it was nine so we just like went and got a beer somewhere mm-hmm. um and that was awesome and I'm like you know what it was really good that we didn't bring her but uh, yeah it's kidding. hard every time like the last time Stephen and I had a date when we went to Russian River Brewery there was like a bunch of people with their like little kids and babies also eating there and there was a part of me that was like I should have brought my baby they're all so cute and then I'm like you know what's really cute about these other babies that they're not my fucking baby they're not eating my food they're not pulling my hair they're not yelling at me they're not trying to throw everything on the table they're not trying to stab themselves with a knife they're not trying to use a fork in their eyeball um I just get to look at them and say to the other parents how cute their babies are and think about how mine is cute and away from me And like actually that's that's just fine
0: that is fine, And in fact, yours is actually the cutest, if I could
1: say. I mean, I definitely think so. I definitely think she is. She's so cute. I can't wait to see her. Dude, you know what is extremely cute and definitely like a 10 out of 10? My tiniest nephew, also a 10 out of 10 perfect cutest baby, mm-hmm. um, who I will call Wah, which is what uh, Sylvia calls him. <laughs> um, he is, how old is he? He's like nine months old. Um, and apparently we sent, we sent my sister a video recently of Sylvia singing, um, where she's just going like, a and then just starts going, I fart, I fart because that's her other favorite thing to do. Um, so it's like a 20 second video where she does both those things. But my sister was telling me that basically every time Wah is upset, she just shows him that video and he gets so happy and laughs the whole time. And it's so cute. These babies just love each other. That's very, very cute. Wait, I also want to see this. I want to see this performance. Okay, I may have sent it to you, but I will definitely send it to you after this if I haven't. Um, Also what's great though about Sylvia's relationship to Wah is that um, Sylvia doesn't allow Wah to play with any toys when they're together. Like Sylvia both (laughs) loves like constantly tries to give Wa a million kisses and hugs and mm-hmm. talks about him, wants to see him. And then as soon as he tries to touch any toy that she's even <laughs> close to and not playing with, she <laughs> takes it from him, says no, and runs away with it every time <laughs> and tries to push him down. Oh. It's and and Wa does not care. It's really funny because <laughs> Sylvia was trying to push him, like grabbed his face to push him, but then he's a baby, so he's covered in drool. So then she was just upset and it was just like. The baby defense mechanism of being constantly <laughs> sticky and disgusting oh what a great dynamic they're so funny i'm definitely like how do i be surrounded by a hundred babies at once because they're so funny but then also that would be very stressful that would be <laughs> <laughs> these ones are pretty cute
0: well you know what's also cute our listeners we love uh-huh. our listeners
1: our viewers yes yes and We, we love should our go your you You're perfect tens. We love to hear from you.
0: Yeah, thank you for reviewing. Anybody, somebody reviewed us on Spotify. I thank you so much. Whoever that was, I think it was, was my mom.
1: I think it was my uh, mom. Shout out to Jessica. <laughs> we love yes, we love. love Jessica. We love my mama. 10 out of 10. But you're all 10 out of 10s. Yeah, rate us on Spotify, review us on Apple Pod, send us an email, franamapod at gmail.com. Uh, hit us up on the review crew pod on Instagram, dude. My sister. I know we're trying to close right now, but I just wanted to quickly say my sister was deeply offended by us shitting on Big Tub ice cream oh, <laughs> uh, oh. and uh, almost sent us an email, but uh, she decided to just tell me about it on FaceTime today. I um, thought I'd share that with you. She says she still loves our podcast and us, despite us having, I think she described our opinions on ice cream as criminal.
0: <laughs> you know eat out of a Big Tub, like a dryer's? I would like like Napoleon. Neapolitan, is yeah. however, you pronounce it.
1: <laughs> One of those, yeah. She was, um, also particularly shocked that I think we, um, we use describe briars and dryers in the same sentence as if they were the same level of ice cream. I think she said that they the-
0: are. <laughs> Wait, one's east coast and one's west coast, like they're different versions of the same
1: brand. Am I going crazy? I have no idea, but Leela says that the briars has better ingredients, okay. I don't know I, I trust know. her on that but I also haven't <laughs> investigated because again you know we're like Ben and Jerry's and Dust girls over here we got our bougie ice cream tastes that is true I don't that know so reviewers pop off on ice cream send us a note how do you feel about the ice cream controversy <laughs> because my sister was pissed um, I love how that I feel about it yeah I know I told her that we live for the controversy so to <laughs> feel free to shoot us an email about it whenever she has time <laughs>
0: I'm gonna open my window because it's freaking 58 degrees outside, and I haven't experienced a moment of it.
1: I'm gonna be honest. That sounds freezing ass cold to me, but (laughs) I'm glad that um that's gonna be a nice little spring moment for you. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, All right. Um. Goodbye, my friend. Bye, Franny. You are. (laughs) Bye. Bye.